You're very welcome back to Scariff Bay Community Radio and Saturday Chronicle and with John S. Kelly and myself, Jim Collins. And we're here this morning uh, to welcome two guests, uh, people who have been here before many, many times, but uh, we haven't seen for a while, John. And uh, that's... And that's been our last, Jim. It has been our Hasn't last, it? indeed, indeed, with COVID and yeah, with everything. Absolutely. Um, anyway, Johnny O'Brien, you're very, very welcome again. Thank you, Jim. Glad to be here. And Vashti Curran. Vashti, great to see you back as well. And you too, Jim. Now, Johnny, first of all, um, the COVID is barely off the radar, when some might say it's not off the radar yet. Yeah. But uh, we're back in on stage again uh, with with performers and singers um, coming up to Easter. That's correct, Jim. Um, and isn't it great? It's, it's so exciting. You know, we're in the middle of rehearsals now and um, we're buzzing at the moment, you know. And two weeks out, two weeks to go, and um, of course our last memory, uh, most people's last social event before COVID in East Clare was the Cabaret of 2020. And we all remember what, a, what an amazing event that was. Johnny, what are we um, going to get this time? You have to wait and see, John. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be strict orders, not to give too much away. We'll give you a snippet today, a, the, small, uh, a small snippet. Yeah, the menu. Um, yeah, um, well, the format will be the same. Yeah. Um, we we, we realise that um, there are constraints on us in terms of time and that. And, of course, with the uh, very talented lady I have beside me, as I said to you before, am I always looking for an opportunity when Vashti is in the area? So when she's in the area, I'm... I knew she was coming home. We've been chatting about this over the last couple of years. Mm. And the opportunity has arisen that we're actually home for a friend's wedding. And so kind of that was really the, 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 what sparked the idea for me again to try and get this on as soon as possible over Easter. Mm. So we, did, we had a couple of dates in mind before this, but they didn't work out because of COVID. But we saw a window and we've gone for it. And hopefully we'll get over the line in two weeks' time. Mm. It'll, be, it'll be a super show. Mm. With, with some of the some of the talent we saw two years ago and some also some new new talent which is very exciting of course Vashti who we didn't have last um, last time so. John you brought along Vashti with you my god we've been waiting for you to come back <laughs> haven't we Jim for ages um, I keep asking Johnny down through the last nine months how is Vashti doing how is she getting on you know and um, uh, and he said she might be she might be at home this is months back now. She might be at home uh, coming up to Easter. Her friend is getting married and she's, of course, singing at it, OK? Johnny, I said, do you remember the day she told us about preparing for concerts? I asked her, and this is, must be how many, two, year, two years ago, perhaps a year and a half ago, I asked you, um, how do you prepare? And you said... Uh, I use the mountain. Now I know you live. <laughs> I know you live up in 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 that beautiful part of the of East Clare, okay, yeah. and that the bog and mountain is not terribly far away from you. And I said, "What do you mean by that?" You know, well, I you know I go out in the quietness of the bog, okay, and I can let go because you're a. Uh, I'm, I'm a soprano and uh, and with plenty of potential volume within me, and so I'm I'm visualizing this. Yeah. But I was visualizing as you as you explained to us that 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 morning here, I was visualizing a, a local farmer cutting turf, okay, and suddenly he hears this voice, you know, 
Not sheep, the banshee, the banshee, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I've told that story so often. He's, his head comes up out of the, the bog hole <laughs> and he looks around to see is there a, a ghost after appearing because sound carries in the bog. Yeah. Anyway, how has your, your, it's delightful to see you again. Uh, how has your music career been since we last talked? Well, I think, what was it, three years ago maybe since we last spoke? Is it I that guess? long? It's it's it was definitely years, before yeah. COVID yeah. times. Before COVID, yeah. yeah. And so it's it's been good. Obviously, we, it was quite quiet during the COVID. Um, there was nothing for any performers. Performers got hit really, really badly, actually. Um, but then things started to move a little bit last summer. And I was lucky enough to be offered a job as on a ship, on a cruise ship um, around Europe. So I took that very happily. And so I did that for the summer. And then um, I've just finished a four-month residency in a production show in Germany as well. So I've been really lucky considering it's been tough on performers. Now, so I, I back full scale now again like, uh, with, the, with the actual mus musical uh, what did you call it? Uh, 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 an upmarket cabaret? It's a dinner show. A dinner club. A dinner show. A dinner show. Yeah. Now what are we talking about there? So what a dinner show consists of, they're not wildly popular in, in um, Ireland and England but getting more so in London places mm. like this but in Germany and the middle of Europe they're mm. absolutely popular they're basically a high class night out so people pay a couple of hundred euro for a ticket depending on where the seat is it's it's based on a round uh, concept so that the theatre itself is round and the stage is in the middle and it's it's just an amazing night. They have a four-course meal, and then in between the meal, they have a 20- or 30-minute show block, mm -hmm. which includes singers, dancers, um, Cirque performers, um, amazing costumes, wonderful food, the highest standard of, of sound and lighting, um, and choreography. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just an amazing night out. And people, I know, look forward to it all year long especially in Germany, it's really something they look forward to and they, you know, can buy for their, like, friends for their birthdays or Christmas presents, you know, it's just a really fun night. And this would be over the winter? Yes, day. this is normally a winter performance, but um, we're looking at doing a summer show right now, so that's the next mm -hmm. thing, but it's, it's, it's traditionally a winter show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Vashti, where did all this, in your, in your life, where did this all start and how did it, the contact with Johnny, Johnny O'Brien, how did that impact on your career? Well, I think Johnny was my music teacher in school, first of all. Actually, I think you were my geography teacher first. Okay. Or maybe my maths teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse. Told her everything she knows. <laughs> <laughs> the one I remember is the music teacher. Mm. Yes. Um, and, and form teacher as well. And form teacher. That was a challenge. <laughs> so, so, so as you sing and as you travel around Europe, yeah. uh, it all comes from Johnny. All of it. And, and as, you, ways, and as you get paid, uh, you can count the money as sure. well. Yeah. Yeah, get <laughs> some commission at some point. <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, I guess that's kind of where I'm, as an adult, in my adult life, late uh, high school time, I started to really um, depend on Johnny actually in school. 
But uh, before that, actually, there's um, a youth theatre group in Lockray called the Lockray Youth Theatre, and it's phenomenal. Mm. It's basically a musical theatre school for children uh, between six or five and 18 before they go into Leaving Cert, basically. And my mum put me on a waiting list, and I think I was on the waiting list for maybe three or four years. I was really popular. I finally got in when I was 11, and our first production was Les Mis, Les Miserables. And I, from that moment, I always loved to sing. You know, I had a karaoke machine from the age of six or seven. I would lock myself in my room. Okay, maybe not lock, because I don't think I had a lock. But I would close my door, and I would just sing into this karaoke machine for hours. You know, I wouldn't even eat my dinner, because I just couldn't yeah. pull myself away. And then I went into the musical theatre youth group, and that's where my love of musical musicals came from because I didn't really know much about musicals before that. And then I started to get, um, you know, leading roles and becoming included in that. And then we actually did the Irish premiere of High School Musical in Galway Town Hall Theatre. And that was when I think I was 15. And that was really like, wow, I can, you know, I can see myself doing this professionally. And then... I was still in high school, and then through high school we did, you know, all the musicals. We had the talent show, uh, the John Kelly Cup. You were the first winner of that. Actually. Yeah, I, I was remember. the first. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. Name yeah. on the John Kelly Cup. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Um, and that's kind of where it all began. Mm. Okay, yeah. Johnny, turning to you, I mean, music and education. Okay, where does it fit in? Where should it fit in to a curriculum, or well, should it fit in? Absolutely. I, I, I mean, it's funny you say that. We, we've often spoke about this, John, about the value of yeah. and the importance of it. And I think being involved in live performance, I've actually spoken about that. And I've seen those stage schools. They, 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 they're fantastic. They really are. They, and they're they're, they're a, um, an education in themselves, in the sense of life, for life, you know. And the skills that you have to um, master if you're in a show in terms of solving problems. And, you know, when you're, when you're on stage and it's live... It has to happen, and it does happen, and things happen behind the scenes. But it's about it's about people solving problems, and that's that's the greatest lesson I think from in, from musical field in terms of life lessons. Just you know, in school, everything is kind of you know, it's a bit um, maybe <coughs> artificial, I suppose. But this is real, and and it's it's great for developing confidence, as we know, and all those skills that you that we need in life. I think as well as the musical. And you mentioned the joy that gives to other people. And I think there's just a whole lot of things going on here. And Vashti is, is a prime example of that, how it's given her a focus and, and you know, a purpose to, to, to get to where you are today. So now, and so in terms of schools, it's difficult, maybe more increasingly difficult to find, life has become so pressurised for everybody, to find time in schools. It, it, it becomes um, a challenge. And I suppose it, it needs to be maybe a priority for schools to try and, fit this into timetabling um, because it can be left behind and I understand the pressures that are on schools. You know, yeah, so yeah. That's where the Music Society for the last couple of years, we've always, um, in, we've always welcomed the transition year students into our shows and, and we wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to do them without, without them transition years. So um, that's, a, that's a very good you know, that collaborative mm, thing positive. because we learned the adults in the show, when we get the energy from the young students coming in, it, it energises us mm-hmm. to, you know, to see this energy coming in and also, from their point of view, they're learning from, from being, being involved in an adult environment. Mm. So it's a two-way thing. Because, you know, East Clare is a small place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is difficult to put on full-scale musicals for us every year or for the school. So that collaborative 
um, agreement has worked very well for us. But I suppose, Johnny, when the 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 value of of doing music and of of having musicals in the school and mm. in the community mm. isn't reflected in the point system. That's right. Uh, not, you know, not. which 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 is why presumably that it's it can be left behind. It, it, that's that's the whole point. That's mm. the, the pressures that are on the system to perform and for you know society is very much results based sometimes. If if you don't see it, you don't realize it. But I tell you, anyone that I've like fashion and people like and we spoke before about the, the amount of people that have made a career out of this and they're thriving in um, different a- aspects of the art yeah yeah performing arts. yeah from East Clare and, yeah. I, and I, I also I mean part of that is the experience they have in school and the musical society but there's also something about East Clare that I think promotes this kind of um, mm. talent and, and, and there's a kind of an eclectic um, Community here, and there's more to it than what we're saying. It's, it's very interesting that kind of thing. The creative, think, creative spirit is very much alive in East Clare. Yes, you blaze the trail to a, to a certain degree, Vashti. I mean, others have come after you. I'm I'm thinking of Trudy, uh, Sophia, Sarah McTiernan, Sarah McTiernan, Amelia, Frank Blake, Frank Blake, Holly, Tracy, Holly Sturton. Holly Sturton. Yeah. You can keep naming them off the river, you know. And so, all... so I mean, you have, you have blazed the trail. But I suppose it's it's probably not, it's not as easy. You know, it's 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 probably not an easy thing to do, to go out there and look for work, and you know, particularly when you're the first. It's definitely not easy. Uh, there's a lot of pressure, and it wasn't um, an easy ride. That's for sure. There's a lot of upset and tears, and am I good enough? Can I do this? A lot of rejection. Mm. A lot of down, a lot of down, down times as well. Really? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, especially when you're kind of just a very small fish in a huge pond. And I, I took the ultimate step after Scarif and I went to London. <laughs> so I kind of <laughs> shot myself in the foot a little bit. Um, you know, coming from one of the only real uh, performers at the time that was working in musical theatre in in the East Clare area. Um to then going to London and it was a bit of a shock to the system. But it's true, like only the strong will survive. You have to have talent, yes, talent is a huge part of it, but determination is the main thing. Um, if what you... drives determination? I mean, what is it that gets into you? For me, it's passion. It's passion. the passion of, of, of what I do. Hmm. And also the, the thought of having to do anything else makes me strive even harder for it because hmm. I honestly don't think I would be happy or fulfilled if I wasn't involved in the performing arts in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be singing or behind the scenes, either is is amazing for me. And I did push really hard. I definitely wasted a lot of time in London, um, partying for sure. But I found my way. I, I somehow clawed my way out of that. And I think a lot of people don't. They get stuck and they end up settling. Um, but I did push through and and that's yeah, that's where I am now. But I'm so happy I did. And all the nights like I called my mom after an audition and be like, Oh, they hated me. They would just cut you know, they they're so ruthless, you know, they'll cut you after maybe ten bars of singing. You can really? sing for ten seconds yeah. and they're like, Okay, thank you, bye. You know, they'll literally stop you and be like, Get out basically. Yeah. And you have to be so thick skinned and if and the first few years I was doing that, I was like, I cannot do this. It was breaking me. And then the more you get used to it, and then you might get a job offer, or you might get a little, a little boost here and mm. there, and it, it pushes you on to 
think, oh, you know what? I'm good enough. Mm. And you just, if you have the passion and the drive, you will succeed. It's as simple as that. You're talking, you're talking for the arts in general, not just, no. uh, you know, for the mm-hmm. music, musical side of it. There's an, there is an interesting initiative, Jim, being introduced by the Department, the Minister for Arts and Culture. And it is to provide a financial, an annual financial grant to uh, artists. Now, it raises the question, who gets to, to be da- entitled to call herself or himself an artist? Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's, it, it won't be too difficult to establish that. But that's coming in this year. It's patronage by the state accepting, in fact, the absolute necessity to support the arts. Wow. Okay, and um, whether you're a singer, whether you're a, a musician, whether you're a, a poet, or whether you're a, a sculptor, or a fine artist, you know, okay, it's it's very exciting. So, be on the lookout for that. Sure. I'm just yeah, I'm just thinking when in London, at least in in London, they speak English. <laughs> uh, but but you you went further than that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you you went to, to to Europe then to continental Europe to Germany. Yes. Um and that must have posed problems as well. Yeah. <laughs> Just ordering a coffee was difficult, but <laughs> to be honest, I was surrounded by a very mixed cast as soon as I was there. Um all the dancers I seemed to connect with straight away because we're similar ages um in every contract I do and they are usually British or Australian or American. So it's it's not too bad when you're in a cast environment because you're kind of like in a bubble. Yes. And you live in the hotel together and you go out for dinner. They're kind of like your family, you know. And then now that I've actually made the move and I live in Germany permanently, now it, it's posing some problems, <laughs> the language. <laughs> so now I'm actually having to try and learn the language. I can't... Um, get around it anymore but you have a purpose now i have a purpose would, yeah that'll help yeah, yeah exactly no it's true and i suppose yeah. when you you know as you go on you say unlike london where maybe you didn't know anybody or didn't know many people yeah uh you probably would have got to know a lot of con- uh, made a lot of contacts over the last number of years you know with the work that you do absolutely mm. every contract you go into you always know someone mm. or you know someone who knows someone so you're never kind of alone. Um, yeah. Even when I went to Germany, um, the first time I went to Germany was three years ago, so the year before the pandemic. And I, I think I knew already one or two people that I was going to work with, you know, just from, mm-hmm. just from being in the industry. It's a very small industry, actually, um, at the end of, at the, end of the day. Vashti, uh, for our listeners' sake, mm-hmm. you're... Town land in the Flagmont area. What is it called again? Corley. Corley and Cahar. Cahar yeah. And that general. That area, yeah. It's a long way from Cahar. <laughs> from Cahar. Cahar. Scarf is long enough, but from Cahar and, and, and Schlievenor and, and that, those town lands in the Flagmont area, it's a long way from there to a five star cabaret, uh, you know, night. night session isn't it it is where you are now we're talking about michelin star level the yeah. owner of the property is a michelin star chef it's our chef yeah so the jim and johnny and myself 
are booking a table. <laughs> I get you a good discount. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> what would it, what, without discount, what would uh, it cost the three of us? For an average customer, tickets probably start between 150, 200 euro. And then on the specialised nights, for example, uh, New Year's Eve, it mm. could be like three or 400. Mm. But it's, it's, it's a night to remember. It's not just a one or two hour show. It's five hours. You know, you're there, yeah. you're experiencing it. You've got silver service waiters serving you. You don't have to move if you don't want to. You know, everything comes to you. So Vashti, just to give again our listeners a little taste of the menu um, in anticipation of the actual cabaret, which you're a central figure in, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. So, what would you, what would you say to something from Les Mis? Oh, absolutely, one of my favourites. What would you? Um, maybe on my own, we could give a go. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay. Very good. Okay. So 